0: Engelbert Humperdinck is our guest today on the Music Universe podcast. All about love today, buddy. No, it should always be about love when you think about it. It really should. It
1: really should. This gentleman just makes you smile ear to ear, uh, from ear to ear talking to him. He's just such a, a class act, really loves his job, doesn't like staying home. Just like me. <laughs> and you point that out very
0: clearly in the interview.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was it I was, was thinking little,
0: it. I was thinking it.
1: It was a lot of fun. I uh I, I really enjoyed it. He's one of my grandmother's favorite artists. And I say that, and it's like, well, what does that mean? He's 87. Does that mean only old people like him? No, mm-hmm. he his songs are timeless they're on uh moon knight has a song of his that they've used umbrella academy um his he had a song he went in and recorded a cover for the movie bullet train
0: which we talked about uh, beavis and butthead in the 90s (laughs) we talk about that as well
1: yes we will and we'll get to more of that after the interview Uh, i want to i want uh, to hear that story because i was not a beavis and butthead guy i was nickelodeon all the way in the 90s Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah
1: um so it was it was a really really sweet interview with a really nice guy who is just so passionate about what he does here's our interview with engelbert humperdinck engelbert humperdinck welcome to the music universe how are you sir i'm good thank you the album is called all about love and it came out on may 2nd your 87th birthday and you're still touring and performing and the album's really great it's a great mix talk to us about the process of selecting these love songs for this album
2: my my uh uh producer of the the album brought me a whole bunch of songs and and you know finding new songs today is very is a very difficult task you know it's it's finding a, a a song that will become a standard in the future is very very hard to find it's it's not it's not like it used to be in the old days, you know. So you would take a song that is familiar to people's ears and you try to give it your stem. And uh, and that's what I did with this particular album because the song are, are, are sensational songs that have been recorded in the past by famous people. And uh, and I know it's hard to take away their image and put yours on it, but uh, this is what I try to do. And um, and I hope it's going to work.
0: And what do you look for in a song, especially if you're going to cover it like you did?
2: Well, I like, I like a good storyline and uh, a, a good melody and songs that really last. And, and that's one of the reasons why I think what has given me longevity in the business, the fact that the songs that are recorded in the past, you know, are, uh, are songs of... Uh, of, of of good caliber, you know. They've got good melodies, good, they, and and they become standards, and 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 people say, well, that's one of the standards, and the, you know, which is a a great word to have in your uh, um, repertoire.
1: Right. Well, and you talk about that longevity. What has kept you on the road all these years? I mean, to have the career you've had, you know, a lot of people they decide to retire.
2: I know. I, you I,
1: keep going. You keep
2: touring. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. that that's what um, my life is all about. My life is about show business. My life is about walking on stage, and 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 uh, I, I consider myself a thespian of song, and uh, uh, and I I try to create a, a a world of acting on stage, but not really acting, but sincere acting, in fact, you know, because. Uh, singers can change their emotions very quickly with the lyric of a song. Whereas when you, if you're an actor, it takes a long set setups and you start again and stop and start, but this is a straight through thing. And uh, uh singers have that 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 uh task to to overcome, you know, there's don't no, there's no do it again. All right, I'll, if I made a mistake, I can do it again. It doesn't happen. It's a one one time through, you know. And uh, that's what makes singers, I guess, great actors, because uh, they can change their emotions so quickly.
1: Right. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of of sort of acting, playing a character, I know it's not a character, it's a stage name, but the name Engelbert Humperdinck, very memorable. I know you've chosen it. Did you ever, (laughs) I always ask people who have stage names this, did you ever change it legally or are you still... uh, I believe you're, you're, um, are you still? Uh, no,
2: here? actually, Go ahead. Uh, it's, in my passport, I have two names. My uh-huh. real name, which is Arnold George Dorsey, and also known as Engelbert Humperdinck. But you see, there was, there was another guy, you know, that, that was, was called Engelbert Humperdinck, who wrote Hansel and Gretel. And people hmm. tend to get confused uh, with, you know, him and I together. But he never had any gold or platinum albums he had one his <laughs> Ansel and gretel <laughs> you know but uh, but our late queen our late queen did me a big favor because she put my name forward for uh for an honor and, and now i have letters behind my name which is uh, you know m Humphrey mbe you know member mm-hmm. of the british empire and so that is this differentiated me from the real the real guy
0: wow yeah no that's that's wonderful and uh i mean you you've been touring like a madman i mean you're performing upwards of 100 shows a year does that still rain in 2023 do you have dates well, throughout the year
2: it's it's about now it's about 60 to 80 a year you know but uh i do like i do like to tour a lot and i do like to keep busy because uh there's no point in me staying at home you know i've got, once I'm I'm, if I'm home for two weeks, I get itchy feet, I'm ready to get back on the road again. And, I'm uh, not even a musician,
1: know. and I travel a lot to go to concerts, and that happens to me. I've been home <laughs> for
0: about 10
1: days the last two months, 10 oh. days at a time. I totally, totally feel that. I get that. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just these standards that you're known for. You're also in pop culture You've had music on shows like Umbrella Academy, but you went in and recorded a song specifically for Bullet Train, which is the, uh, the yes, I did, yeah. you know, last year. Tell me about tell me about that and how that came to you and, and the process right. for that. Well, I can't. Uh, I,
2: I don't know how it really came, but when it, when it came to me through my manager, of course, you know, uh, he wrote me the song. But uh, I already knew the song because it's an old English song, you know, uh, and uh, and uh, I knew the song. So when I was recording it, they, they gave me, I think, all day. They said, you we booked the studio all day, and it took me an hour to put it down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they said, my God, this was a quick one. Anyway, you know, it's so nice to see your name on um, – when I recorded this song, I didn't realize that during the the performance, you know, during the movie, when they actually play my song, your name comes up on on the screen at the bottom. And this is in the middle of the movie, you know, it's a sort of, it's a Tarantino move, you know, which where they put the name of the artist on there. So it's quite fun to watch actually, you know, it's a quite contemporary and modern way of, of advertising the singer you know? <laughs> and the songs.
1: It's, uh. it's amazing, and and so many artists are are given these opportunities to sort of enter pop culture in that way. And you've been a pop, part of pop culture for decades, and it keeps going. I mean, are you surprised in you know not just the audiences that come to see you at the, the theaters, like um. My grandmother and, and my family likes to go see you at the American Music Theatre in Lancaster. but are you surprised when you get the call to do those bigger bigger Hollywood things? Yes
2: it did Like for instance you know um I, I think what rejuvenates your uh, your career is the fact that you know as, as I said before, recording good songs is an important issue right from the beginning of your career because I mm-hmm. recorded this I recorded the song called Man Without Love, which is put into a a, a series called Moon Knight. And of course, you know, you get a lot of young people watching this particular show. And uh, I've noticed since that since it's been in that that particular show that my audiences are getting a little younger as well in the audience because they want to find out what an angle with is all about, you know. But mm-hmm. they, they, I I'm hoping they don't come and think it as an old man out there. But it, you know, but because uh, I don't want to feel that way. I I never did, you know. Ever since that. Uh, I started in show business, you know. Like for instance, uh, uh, when I was twenty-five years old, there was premature gray, and I thought to myself, "I can't go into show business with gray hair." And I started dyeing it, and, I, and I've been doing it ever since. And I tell the public that I don't care, you know. It's just something I want to <laughs> hide. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, whatever makes you feel good. I will say though, I've seen your performances. I've not had occasion myself to see you live yet, but when you are on stage, you are ageless. There is no. Question of age.
2: Thank you, thank it's you. Just
0: thank you.
1: You become as timeless as the music, really.
0: Thank you, yeah. buddy. Well, I, uh, yeah, I was going to ask what fans, uh, new and older, can expect if they haven't seen you before on stage. What's that? Well, well are you can...
1: doing? Are you doing some of these songs that, like, for the song from Moon Knight and the song from Bullet Train? Have oh, oh, uh, oh, they oh, found their? their way into your set lists
2: oh yeah man without love uh, the song i recorded like 54 years ago you know and right and 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 all of a sudden it's back in spotify at number one and uh and it's just an incredible situation to to find that after all these many years that that wonderful song Mm -hmm. is back in the charts again you know and uh it's happened with other songs like with the quando quando it's it's mm-hmm. in uh, a, a, uh, Umbrella Academy. It's another series on TV. This is great for singers, you know, this this yeah. media of uh, putting songs in, in uh, series. Uh, it's great for us because it's a great uh, uh, publicity angle for us, you know, pushes mm-hmm. us back in the limelight.
0: Right. Yeah, and you had a rendition of Lesbian Seagull for Beavis and Butthead in the 90s. Did that, <laughs> did that feel kind of weird being a part of that program? Oh, it was, it
2: was kind of strange. But you know what? It, it I like to do things that are off the wall. And and uh, when they when they came and saw me, I was playing at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. And the producers of that particular show came and saw me, And they noticed that I had a sense of humor. So um, they sent me, they said, we've got a song that we'd like to do in Beavers and Butter. Send it to me. Let me have a listen. I listened to it. I think I, I liked the content. It was strange, but I liked it. Uh, 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 I liked it, and I, it were very real. So I recorded it in bingo. It was a it went platinum, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, it's 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 really great. The question I've always wanted to ask you is, it's kind of a cliche question, but the album is all about love, so I think it's appropriate. What makes a great love song?
2: With lyric content, it, it, pe- what people can relate to the story that the people can relate to themselves. You know, they, you know, they when they listen to the song, they think, well, you know, that's my life all over again. You know, and uh, and this is what this is what makes a great song. It's when I mean, people can relate to it. And uh, um, uh, my my songs are, all have great melodies, and I think that the great part about, uh, uh, choosing a good song is is choosing the melody first, you know, because when when I first heard Release Me, which was my number, my, the song that put me on their planet, you know, as far as show business is concerned, uh, it was, uh, I only heard the, the melody first. And I, and I said to my manager at the time, I said, we've got to find a lyric for this. I think it's a great melody. It's just a hit melody. He said, anyway, we found it, and I found out that it was recorded many times before and, you know, it was a song from 1949, you know, and it was a hit about three or four times before I had it. And Ray Price, the country singer who had it, uh, always used it in his show. And he always said, he said, you know, this song belonged to me and the language Company came along. <laughs> and uh, 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 which was a very nice thing to keep kept mentioning my name in, in his show. Uh, but it also created a little bit of publicity because it sucked the Beatles from having their 13th number one. And, uh, yeah. you know, so I'm in mean, the Guinness Book of Records for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's amazing. And uh, speaking that's amazing of you know, publicity and, and the way the Internet has shaped artists these days, do you enjoy uh, creating music videos?
2: I I. Yes, I do. Yeah, music video. You're talking about. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Like, whenever I have the opportunity to do a music video, I love it. I, I think it's great. You know, um, uh, I don't do too many in, the, in, in in you know lately, but whenever I get the opportunity, I love to do it. I like to do it. Music videos.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of videos, uh, do you think in the future as um... I, I'm not sure if you've done one before, I, I, I hadn't had a chance to look, but do you think in, there might be a time when you might do either a, a new live album or a live DVD and put that out for your fans as, as sort of a a retrospective of the last couple of decades of, of your music?
2: Well, there's a there's an album that's in the works right now, you know, besides uh, this one, there's another one that's in the works, which is kind of... An an off the wall album, which I can't talk about too much about, because it's, it's going to be a, something that Edward Humphrey has never done in his life before, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and this is going to this is going to be a, a surprise album, which is which we're working on it right now. I'm I'm still choosing the exact songs to put in the show, but it uh, it's uh, it's going to be something very special as well.
1: Well, you'll have to come back and talk with us about that. Engelbert Humperdinck. The album is all about love. It came out uh, last month, May 2nd, yes. on your 87th birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: 80, yeah, 87th, yeah. 87th, yeah. excuse me. eighty seven. Um,
2: Can you believe that? I can't believe it myself, you know.
1: Like I said, <laughs> you're ageless. So 82nd, 87th, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You'll have to come back for your next project. This was, You were so charming, and it's been an honor to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Wish you all the best, and <laughs> Hope to catch you on the road. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Appreciate it. Take care now. Did you say the song with Beavis and Butthead was called lesbian something. <laughs> lesbian seagull.
0: <laughs> don't ask. I'm just reading the notes. <laughs> oh, when you think about it, it's very funny, especially in that in that time period that you don't think about things like that or how. How um, you know, raunchy well, that would have been!
1: Well, what it is is a lot of the the balladeers of his day, the Johnny Mathises, the mm-hmm. Engelbert Humperdinks, the 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 crooners, if you will. It, because of the music they perform, they get sort of a reputation of being a bit prudish. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all. Johnny Mathis is very openly gay and very open about it, and very open about his journey. Engelbert did something called Lesbian Seagulls. There's not, (laughs) there's not, just because this is the image they portray on stage, kind of like what he talked about, I go through all those emotions, doesn't mean, and that they're older, doesn't mean that they're prudes. You know, it's it's the, it's the Columbo murder she wrote situation. You know, Angela Lansbury famously said she played Jessica Fletcher as, you know, an old widow, but not a prude. And a lot of the cases she dealt with uh, on that show, even though it was, you know, sort of aimed at senior citizens, dealt with a lot of mature themes for, mm-hmm. for the time in the 80s and 90s. So mm-hmm. odd comparison on a music podcast, but that's where my brain goes is, is a lot of these people get sort of branded prudes because of what they perform in it's not. It's not really the case at
0: all right yeah um i i wasn't too much into beavis and butthead growing up it was a bit you know Mm -hmm. too mature for me not that you know that mattered (laughs) but it just wasn't i wasn't really into those types of cartoons i was more into like the ninja turtles and you know things like that so kind of nickelodeon ish too but um yeah it's uh it's cool we got to talk to this uh, music legend i i was um telling my mom before we got on here i said yeah you know matt and i have a interview today with engelbert humperdinck and she goes now that's not a name i've heard of recently (laughs) so well he's (laughs) got a new album out
1: yeah and he's everywhere and i'll tell you i bet you if he releases a live album and a live performance tape you're gonna buy the blu-ray for the music universe podcast
0: i'm matt you know And I'm buddy. Thanks for listening and watching. And Matt may or may not return next week. Depends what I do to him. We are the music universe. Check us out online at the musicuniverse.com, at uh, the music uni on socials, and tmupod.com, where you can find out where we are streaming live. Thank you, and uh, have a great one.